So thank you so much again for joining me for a new episode of Exquisite Conversations. Um, I know for some quite some time we've been trying to get together and connect with one another, but I'm so glad that we finally can get a chance to talk to one another because I just admire you so much and everything that you do and contribute to the community. So you're uh, an International Women's Day and I'm just glad for women like you because I'm just like, you You rock, you do it all and you're one of those people like, you know, when you see someone doing you, that they do certain things, you're like, oh, they make me want to do this. I'm like, girl, you make me want to plant, you make me want to go outside and go. <laughs> Well, good, good. That's that's what I hope everybody feels like, that they kind of want to get up, go outside, get more connected with where their food comes from, um, where the meats come from inside of their grocery stores, um, and also knowing that everybody doesn't have access to the um, same foods, fruits, and vegetables that um, people think everybody has access to. We just don't. That's very, very true, especially now in this COVID age that we live in. You know, it's, I, I know especially like last year we were doing so many food drives. Um, you know, people became, I feel like COVID made people pay attention more to what they eat, what they do, and how they like take care of themselves. Yes. You know, it, it's like Absolutely. before it's just like, damn, we were like, we were just winging it before. I'm in my, I'm in the McDonald's drive-thru, my Chick-fil-A and stuff. But, boy, when we started having some troubles um, about a year ago finding foods inside the store when the pandemic was really uh, getting underway, is like we were already thinking about living in a more sustainable way. But um, the, the pandemic and seeing the shortages inside the stores and how people um, were losing their jobs left and right, and it was just, where, do, where does our food come from when we're not um, reliant on the grocery stores? Where is our food coming from when we don't um, necessarily know somebody who might be growing food? Um, like, I'm blessed to be in an area that um, we share a lot of the foods that we grow. Um, as well as like different things that we have. So the pandemic really showed us that things can get tough out here if you don't know how or even where your food comes from. Shit gets real. Yeah, that is very, very true. Like I've, like, it, it's so stressful to think about it because it's like, because I know for a while there were like rumors of like food shortages and I was just sitting thinking, like, Lord, where am I going to get my food from? Where am I going to get my snacks from? What am I going to do? <laughs> and that was, like, one of the first times I was like, man, this was the first time to have my own garden, like, <laughs> growing things and whatnot. So yeah. what has that been like for you, like, being a part of, you know, the community and, uh, you know, the community going through, like, this pandemic that no one knew anything about, you know, and being able to kind of educate people and provide, you know, these kinds of, that kind of help to people. So um, the biggest thing about um, our homesteading, so we're Grow With The Flow Homestead. Um, we, I'll just give you very little background story, but we, um, we were on, 
I'm going to say the edge of homelessness um, in 2018. Um, and one of the ways that we said um, that we never want to experience being in that position again was that we were going to um, downsize significantly, which for us looked like getting a 60-foot garage and transforming it into our home. Um, we also started gardening um, aggressively, so huge learning curve. Now, I'm saying we started gardening aggressively. I'm not saying everything grew, so don't yeah. think that, <laughs> like, I'm a master gardener of any sort. I'm not. A lot of what we do is trial and error, um, and the gardens, the garden and the animals really were born out of the fear of never wanting to worry about where my food was coming, um, and that was coming from, and that was before the pandemic, so when the pandemic um, came, we were kind of in the position to just go all in, basically. So um, we, we put all into the homestead, um, and one of the things that I wanted to make sure that um, we addressed was um, that we're in the community because we can't exist without our community. So our homestead um, offers a lot of um, different things, but we want to make sure that they're accessible to everybody. So we started growing seedlings and then we placed them, we positioned them to be $3 to $5 for seedlings so other people can get started with their gardens. And then if you didn't even have three to $5, you're still welcome um, to reach out to us and say, I'm really trying to get this started and I need some seedlings. And uh, we were able to help with that. So we're actually preparing now for um, us to have plants to offer for those who wish to garden at their um home and um, no matter the budget um, and then we're also um, this year we are adopting uh, a school garden um, in North Charleston um, beyond our walls um, has a small pandemic pod and so we're actually going to be getting a garden um, situated over there for them so a lot of what we do um, is born out of the experience that we had of not having. So everything that we do now is wanting to give out of the abundance that we have, whether that be seeds, seedlings, cute bunnies to snuggle. Um, yeah, so I hope that answered that question. I feel like I really went on and on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely, it definitely answered the question. I was going to say, in addition to you know, being able to provide, you know, these resources and, you know, food to people, um, you know, you're also helping to strengthen the community at the same time because it's like, you know, I know in North Charleston, like, I don't know many people in North Charleston that know anything about gardening or anything like that. So, you know, it's being, it's a very powerful thing that you're doing, being able to connect the community and bring people together because we all need to eat. You know, we all need to be more conscious about the things that we are eating, you know, and what better time to do it than a pandemic? <laughs> right. We have all the time in the world right now, so why not? Um, and then also the gardening, too, like, it's therapeutic, you know what I mean? Like, when we have the kids, um, when the kids are playing with the dirt, um, that, that's therapeutic in itself, just putting, putting your hands to the soil, the soil that supports us, the soil that holds us up on our feet in the middle of this pandemic, it's therapeutic. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it's definitely been bringing us closer to the community that um, we're actually nearby and a community of people um, that are not nearby. We also have a Facebook group called Black Chicks with Chickens um, that brings together um, black um, chicken tenders. <laughs> um, and we have about 700 women inside of that group from all over the world. 
Wow, that is major. So, awesome. Congratulations on that. Like, that is amazing. So, like, for you, like, what's it been like? Because, you know, I, I can tell that you're someone that, you know, you're just a passionate individual. You're just a person in the community that just, you know, you just love to do these things naturally and you just want to help people. So what's it been like being able to brand, you know, grow with the flow and everything that you're doing, you know, the work you do with kids, you know, the work you've done in the community? What's that experience been like branding, you know, you know, this passion of yours? Oh, so branding the passion has probably been the hardest part of all of this. So I love giving and trying to find ways to support other people inside of our community that um, is already giving. Um, but the branding and the business part has actually been the hardest part of this for me. I don't um It's been interesting. If anything, I've wanted our branding to tell people that um, we are going with the flow of things. I'm not, um, I'm not curating our social media feeds in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then we're also serving the community with dignity. Um, you know, we're not out there taking pictures of all the things that we do so we can um, chase some social media clout for being out inside the community doing work. So it's been it's been interesting. If anything, I've been keeping an eye on exquisite uh, and things that you post because uh, those things help us. Like that's that's where I'm at. Like I, I keep an eye on what's going on with exquisite. So I'm like, mm, we gonna have to look into uh, business formation soon. Mm, it's time for us to look into a logo. So if anything, I'm watching your page, track, and I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna get there one day where we're doing all of the right, like I guess behind the scenes business stuff because that's truly been the hardest part, and especially trying to figure out how. to not um, um, adopt the same practices of dominant culture and capitalism inside of business. So trying to figure it out. So And I, 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 I have figured nothing out yet. I'm just going with the flow of it. So the name is very fitting to, <laughs> to your I get I love it because even when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, that is so cool. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just. You know, I think with people, and thank you so much for that, because whenever I be posting, I just be like, people ain't saying enough thing. But, but no, I, I people are watching. <laughs> it makes me feel good to know that people are watching and, and that, you know, my posts and even my funny posts are helping people in some kind of way. You know? Yeah. The, <laughs> so the funny posts give us permission to post funny things, too, and to be like, you know, we don't have to, like, have this perfect color-coded matching feed. We can just show up and be ourselves, um, and we can show up, and um, this, this is, like, bam, this is who I am. You know, like, it just is what it is. <laughs> exactly, and that's a, part of, that's a part of branding. That's a part of, you know, I feel like, I feel like when you create a business or when you create a brand of your own, that's an extension of you. Just like when you have a child, that's an extension of you. You know, so you want to be, you want it to, it's going to have your personality. It's going to have your attributes. It's going to have your attitude. It's going to have all of that. Because I know my business does, because I'm very, like, laid back, chill. I'm not, a, like, a stuffy person. I curse every now and then if I feel like I need to. Me that's too. just me, you know, and that, that makes my brand different from others, just like how Grow With The Flow, like the things that you do, your brand, people see what you do in the community, and I can differentiate it from the, this organization over here, this organization over here, 
because you're different and you're you. You know, because <laughs> so many people, they get caught up in, oh, got to be for professional and all yeah. that. Oh, no, just be yourself. <laughs> right. For us, like, and I'm not going to say, like, I've definitely been inside of that, like, mindset before, but it takes up so much time. Like, we are, it's, I need to be out planting seeds. I need to be out watering uh, my, my rabbits. I need to be out taking bunnies to go be with people um, and actually like do the business part like I don't have yeah all like when you're trying to like schedule the fakeness in is kind of what I feel like is like uh-uh I don't have time for that I have better uses of my time than to sit here and like try and make myself into this influencer that you see on like you see on Instagram and TikTok all the time like I, I ain't got time for that we out here trying to help people help people learn how to grow things and I'm trying to bring bunnies to come snuggle with you like that's it <laughs> Like, ain't nobody got time for all of that other craziness or whatnot. I, if I'm going to be online, I, I just want to be able to be myself and I want to be comfortable, you know. And I, and I can see that and I can see your passion and that the things that you do, you really care about them. And I love seeing the fact that you also work with kids as well because I think it's very important when it comes to food and things like that. You know, kids need to know, like, Good things to put in your body, bad things to put in your body. Like, that's so very yeah. important. Talk about, like, you know, the work you do with kids and what's, what that is like, you know, teaching, you know, these fish skills and things like that to them. So, um, our teachings to children. So, we spend a lot of time um, teaching children that it's not that hard to grow anything. Um, it's just some seeds some soil and some time, um, some patience. And then the, the work is happening under the soil. We just got to care for it. Um, a lot of the work that we do right now with children um, is centered around um, helping um, places get their gardens set up, um, places like Bose, um, Beyond Our Walls, who would like to have a garden program so we are able to help them get a garden program set up which means that we're going to build the garden beds for them we're going to um, find um, the soil that they need also get them started with the edible seedlings that they need so it's maybe some tomatoes peppers cucumbers and then we're also going to support the school by coming to visit at least once a week or every other week um, to check on the garden and to make sure things are okay as obsessive as I am I probably be there more than more than once a week <laughs> so wait that's what we do a lot of and then also um we we give children an opportunity to care for um our rabbits by bringing our rabbits out to snuggle with people um and that is therapeutic in itself to be able to care for something kind of like, like a you know like i'm going to care for you i'm going to hold you gently i'm going to pet you gently i'm not going to hurt you um and then you're going to give me all the snuggles because i've cared for you um it's good for the kids to experience kind of like i guess ah, i was going to try and use a big word but i'm gonna pass on that but i think um i think the snuggles like it helps the kids care for something regulate them as well. Um, I also teach children yoga and mindfulness um, at Transformation Yoga um, here in Charleston, South Carolina. And a lot of the mindfulness I do is helping children to notice. Um, notice the soil that's beneath your feet. Um, it's supporting us. Notice how this bunny is breathing. Hold that bunny to your heart. Do you feel the bunny's heart? I feel the bunny's heart. And just connecting for that moment, like there, that, that makes a difference. I may not have all the like the academic words to say what's happening there 
but my own eyes can see that like there's this is special and this child is having an experience so whether that's um in the garden when they're wondering out loud about um, why are these tomato plants so fuzzy? So maybe they're wondering out loud, and then sometimes they're like wondering in the way of like, wow, why why does a bunny why are, why are these bunnies ears pointed this way and that way? Like it's just giving children an opportunity to have the exposure to these things, if if that makes sense. Like to be able to say, oh, like I imagine kids coming late, like hopefully talking to like you know maybe their significant other. Um, and being like, wow, you know, when I was X amount old, I remember I played with the bunny and it was the cutest thing ever. It was this, it meant this to me. So I know that we're giving um, kids an experience and I'm hoping that that's how they'll remember it is that I, I, I got to hang with the bunny. I got to, um, you know, grow food at, at my garden. I like somebody showed me how to turn celery, a piece of scrap celery into more celery, a piece of scrap onion into more onions. Sometimes we just need to know that these other things exist, if that makes sense. Like I and yeah. and we're all entitled to have those experiences too. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Like experiences is definitely something important, especially for kids. You know, because when they experience those things, that they remember things like that. You know, because I remember, you know. Uh, experiencing certain things when I was younger and it had a profound impact on me as well so yeah, yeah like no I, I think just being able to provide those opportunities and experiences to kids especially in underserving communities who they don't know nothing about gardening they've never seen a bunny other than bug bunny right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like when I bring out like kids are used to seeing like bug bunny eating carrots on the tv but we're not recognizing that before um, before chickens were mass produced in the way that it is now, rabbit used to be um, unacceptable meat. Now if you tell somebody that you're eating a rabbit, now things may go a little left, like what? But that rabbits used to actually be like a, a source a source of meat and I, I know this sucks because it's like, oh what? But that's something that we're able to create space to talk about those things that, you know, chicken factories are turning out chickens that are not they're not healthy, they're not happy. Um, and there's other ways to have meat that doesn't require us to like mass produce chickens in that way. So those are like the type of discussions that come up when we have the rabbits and stuff where we're able to make the space, if, if that makes sense, for more questions like that, for wondering in that way. Like, why do I only see Bugs Bunny on TV eating a carrot? And then they're shocked when I say, actually, we don't feed our bunnies any carrots because carrots, is, are, they're high in sugar and they're not very good for our bunny rabbits, but they love the carrot tops. But they think that because they're used to seeing Bugs Bunny and then it brings me so much joy to bring out my Flemish giant rabbit who is the size of a small um, dog and his name is Bugs Bunny. So I love bringing the real Bugs Bunny out so they can see like, hey, like, that's Bugs Bunny, and I want them to think about that Bugs Bunny when they're thinking later on in life. <laughs> oh, well, you just taught me something new because I child, I didn't know that. Like, I was like, wait a minute, they don't, they don't really care. So now I'm gonna be looking at the cartoon differently, like. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. They'll, they'll eat. Like I said, they'll eat the carrots, but they're gonna have a little tummy ache maybe after. But yeah, like it, it gives us like opportunities for conversations like that, recognizing, and then we bring. out games as well um, to teach the children the different breeds that you would see here in the U.S. Um, so that they're leaving with knowledge of like this is a Flemish giant 
This is a New Zealand um, rabbit. This is a California white. And so there's like um, a piece of like education there too. Okay. All right. Awesome. I think that's so cool. So how can you do so much? So how can people support you? How can we help grow with the flow, continue to grow with the flow? <laughs> so um, people can help grow with the flow, um, continue to grow with the flow. <laughs> flow um, by following us on Facebook. Um, we're um, at Grow With The Flow on Facebook, um, Grow With The Flow Homestead, um, Instagram as well. Um, and one of the ways that, there's actually a couple ways, so we um, do pay as, pay what you can eggs um, in Park Circle. So if you um, want some eggs, you can pay whatever you'd like um, for them and pick them up in Park Circle at a residence. Um, you can book those um, on our website www.wegrowwiththeflow.com. Um, the sales, the funds collected from the pay what you can and eggs goes directly to um, our children's education fund um, in terms of the different things that they do and also to help us create scholarships for um, other children to do things that some of our, our child takes blacksmithing. So we know that there's other children who are interested in that. So the eggs will help us to fund that so that we can give an opportunity to have access to something like that. Um, you can also book a bunny visit. Um, the bunny visits, we do um, group visits, family visits, and we also offer um, bunnies for photographers who would like to use um, the bunnies for photo shoots. Um, and you can book that on our website as well at www.wegrowwiththeflow.com. Okay, awesome. That is great. So I have just learned, you've taught me like a billion and one things in this <laughs> time that we've been talking. And I I mean, I already knew you were fantastic. And now I just, um, this tripled now. So <laughs> well, thank you for letting me talk because I can go all day about bunnies and rabbits. So thank you. I'm so glad that you're like, this is X amount of time because I'll talk your ear off. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no problem at all. And definitely anything that I can do, um, any, any help that you need in any kind of way, I would love to be able to support you. Um, so yeah, I'm here for you. I'm so glad that I was able to connect with you finally and pick your brain and get to know you a little bit more. So this, this has been a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous episode of Exquisite Conversation. Thanks for having us. <laughs>